Welcome back to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Harshini. I'm Pooja. And I'm Sarah. And this is Season 5, Episode 5. And today I chose another thriller because that is my jam. And I feel like the last book I chose was, I don't know, kind of mystery thriller aspects. But I was like, we haven't read a thriller in a while, so... We're going to do it again. So I picked His and Hers by Alice Feeney. Alice Feeney was an author we read twice before. I forgot to look at the, the episodes and shit, but... We... I was going to say the titles, but I thought you were going to say the titles. <laughs> okay, the first one was Rock, Paper, Scissors. The second one, I don't remember. Daisy Darker. Daisy Darker, Okay. Yeah, and so I think, um, I don't think we like Daisy Darker as much, but I think we liked Rock, Paper, Scissors. You can go back and look for those episodes, but yeah, I thought Alessini was, you know, one of the solid thriller authors we've read from, from our collection of authors, and this book seemed intriguing, so I picked it. <laughs> Good job. Could you give us a spoiler-free summary of this book? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. So his and hers follows kind of two main characters. One is Anna Andrews, and then the second is Jack Harper. So basically, the book opens up with this. Um, we start off with one perspective of Anna Andrews, who's this news reporter, and she's like... Um, for the BBC like she's like a pretty well-known news reporter like she's been in her current position which is like the lunchtime news on camera news person um for the past two years or so and then she basically like uh she she got to her position because someone like her colleague was on maternity leave and then like extended her maternity leave so that's why Anna got the position and then she's been there for two years so she has she's like pretty comfortable in the role but at the beginning of the book we find out that um the person who was on maternity leave came back so Anna gets kind of demoted to a correspondent position um in which she basically is like correspondents are people who go to the scene and report live from the scene so you know like yeah, like political correspondents report from like election places, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> that was not the right wording, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> they're, they're basically, they go to the scene and report from the scene. So Anna uh, does that. And basically um, at the beginning of the book, there's like some sort of murder that happens and no one really knows much about it. So Anna ends up going to the place, the scene of the crime to report on this murder to see basically like what is the case here and whether there is a case and whether, you know, it is something that she should be actively reporting on and following. Um, then the parallel kind of perspective that we're following is this person named Jack Harper and he is actually the lead detective on this case so he is you know like um, investigating the case investigating the murder of this person in this remote English village and you know he's just kind of uh, and like very like at you know at the very beginning 
I don't know if this is spoiler or not, but Goodreads doesn't necessarily exactly say this, but I'm just going to like hint at it then. But basically, at the very beginning, we get a sense that this detective knows a lot more than what he's saying about the murder or the person who was murdered. So there's kind of like that element as well, where you're like, we don't really know what's going on. And even Anna, like, we're not really sure what her true motives are, what her intentions are. At the beginning of the book, we kind of see that she's frustrated about getting demoted, but we don't necessarily know, like, you know, her past or anything like that. But we get some hints as to like some sort of like, you know, weirdness happening there, even like in relation to the person who was murdered or like the murder that happened, that sort of thing. So from the beginning, we kind of get a sense that both these two individuals, like we're following these two perspectives and like they might be unreliable per se, or we don't really know the truth about these two. And then the entire book is following these two perspectives, like um, how these people are related to each other, how they relate to the person who was murdered, how they relate to the murder um the murder itself that sort of thing so yeah so the entire book we're kind of figuring out you know all of this is getting revealed as we uh move forward in the book but i'm not going to say too much because it's a mystery thriller and we have to keep the mystery alive so sarah do you want to give us a spoiler free review of this book sure i uh... I really can't decide on my review. I really is like five star, maybe four point five star. <laughs> I have a feeling you guys don't like this book that much. I don't know, cause there's there are a decent amount of things I don't like about this book. I don't like so I forgot their names, but the ma- the reporter woman. <laughs> I just gave you a summary where I said Anna Andrews and Jack Harper, and you're like, I forgot their names. <laughs> okay, Anna. For some reason, it's so harped on in this book, like her alcoholism, and like all the time, it's like, I need a drink. I drink so much, all this drinking. And to me, it like, kind of ruined the book because I don't know it was like for it was just like so harped on it it was like there was no need for it um but otherwise I think that misery was interesting and I mean the ending is like a little unrealistic in my opinion um but I like the twist and I like the going back back and forth between him and her and getting like both of their perspectives like they they both got secrets and you can learn their secrets um overall I just feel like it was a pretty entertaining book um so yeah maybe 4.5 stars uh would I recommend it yeah probably I, well, it kind of depends. There are some trigger warnings to this book. It's definitely not for everyone. Um, but overall, I think I'd recommend it. But, Hashini, you picked this book. What did you think? Yeah, so <clears throat> I kind of felt like when I picked this book, I didn't realize, but 
it does have like the like woman and man perspective kind of like the last book i chose after she wrote him and obviously that one was much more of a confusing setup this book was definitely much better than that however i think i would give it three and a half stars it got better for me and then it just kind of got confusing at the end because there were a lot of twists and i think i was just also reading it really fast if i had like I think slowed down and read it I think it would have been exciting that you know it like definitely wasn't obvious um and then like there was a point where I thought I was like okay this is the end but then there's like the last twist um which as Sarah mentioned was a little unrealistic but it's still it like I did for the first time pick up on like something in the middle somewhere where I was like this doesn't fit with the like second to last ending option of who the murderer is and so the final option I was like okay this is what I thought was the case we can get that into that in the spoiler section because that's confusing to talk about but yeah I feel like it was definitely an interesting book as it went on but I didn't really I don't know. Yeah, I think there was just a lot of, like, intense stuff happening, and uh, there's other stuff that I didn't like about the book um, that I am forgetting now. I Okay, I feel like there were elements of, like, the some of the characters were kind of, like, fishy and, like, you know, you're like, what is going on with them? But they ended up being, like, good people, and I feel like the author didn't do a great job of, like, explaining you know why like they were so suspicious and like making us really believe that they were good like I I, by the end of the book I was kind of like everyone sucks like I don't know everyone is like not great even though like the ending makes it seem like oh everything's cool um yeah I yeah would probably recommend this book if you're looking for like this kind of you know who like unreliable narrator type of book like I don't know I I it's definitely not like one of the top books I would recommend but I wouldn't say don't read it so if you're listening to this podcast I give it a thumbs up for you to read if you want to like follow along but I would also say like there's definitely other books that I think were a more like well put together like throughout the entire book I enjoyed kind of vibe um yeah Pooja what did you think um I think I'm might have more in common with your review than Sarah's review (laughs) um I I there was I was gonna give this book probably four stars until like kind of there were a couple twists until a few twists happen, and I'm not going to point out where in the book they happened until we get to the spoiler section, but, like, there were a couple of twists where I was like, uh, nah, <laughs> nope, 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 um, and that's kind of, like, where I shifted my review from four to five, or four to three stars, um, and, yeah, there are a couple of tropes here in this book that I don't like. As Sarah mentioned, this book also has like a lot of should come with many trigger warnings. Like there's a lot of things that are discussed. Mm, I'm not going to say whether they were good or not or how 
they were i mean we can have a discussion about that in the spoiler section um but yeah i did not like the ending thought it was completely ridiculous and didn't make any sense at all so mm, yeah i would say actually i wouldn't recommend this book because i would recommend alice feeney's I, maybe i would recommend rock paper scissors and daisy dark over this if not just rock paper scissors like that was definitely a better book and i was actually looking up the ratings for um and i like all of these like the three of them on goodreads and rock paper scissors is actually like one of alice feeney's highest rated book is rock paper scissors or like most popular book is rock paper scissors so i guess a lot of people agreed with us <laughs> um anything else i can mention in the spoiler section or non-spoiler section. Um, nah. I'm ready to get into the spoilers. I have many things to discuss. All right. Guess we better get into it then. Um, so, if you'd like to read this book, I guess there are some trigger warnings like rape and alcoholism. Are there others? Suicide. Suicide just general gun violence yeah so if you'd like to read this book go ahead and read it and then come back to the podcast to hear our thoughts otherwise you can keep listening and we will spoil the whole book for you so does anyone want to spoil the whole book i feel like i haven't done it in a while <laughs> so i listened to yours like when i was editing my last podcast um or the one i did it i was like your literal summary went on for like 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's make this speedy okay listen that book was kind of that was hard to summarize because there were too many perspectives going on it was really confusing i think this book is hard to summarize no okay wait let me someone time me i'll try to go right. as fast as possible go ahead okay so anna andrews first spoiler first twist of this book is that we find find out that um jack or the detective actually was having an affair with the person who was murdered the girl, the woman who is murdered, her name is Rachel. And it, when Jack sees her, finds her body as the detective in charge of the case, realizes that, oh, it's the person that I've been having an affair with. First kind of twist where we're like, okay, so like he has a connection to the person in this case, but he doesn't tell anyone that he had an affair with Rachel. Then second twist that happens is that Anna, who is the reporter who comes to report on this murder, um, she actually is, uh, the wife of Jack, like ex-wife of Jack. So she and Jack used to be married and then they got divorced. And it turns out that Anna is actually from this small village in which Jack still lives. And he is also from the small village. And Rachel is also from the small village. So they actually all know each other from high school, where Jack was a couple years older. But basically, Rachel and Anna used to be best friends in high school. And uh, when Anna comes to the village to report on the murder, she ends up finding out from Jack that Rachel is the one who was murdered. Then we find out that Anna and Rachel didn't have necessarily a good relationship in the past. Like, they were best friends for a really long time. And they were also kind of dating but not really dating for some time as well um 
but like no one else in the town knew of this relationship that they had but then what ends up happening when they were kids the reason why they're no longer friends is because Rachel used to basically pimp out her friends for money so she used to drug her friends and there used to be this friend group of like five girls in which you know Anna joined this friend group and they used to be this five the group of five girls or whatever and she used to drug them and then pimp them out to older men in this village for money and they used to be drugged and whatever and because Rachel was this popular girl and she used to take very incriminating photos of the girls none of them said anything against her so she ended up being fine and like lived her life or whatever so Anna knows about this and like this is one of the reasons why she leaves the village so then when Rachel is murdered you know Anna kind of begins thinking like maybe this had something to do with it or she we were kind of like as the audience solely understanding why Anna left the village and like what happened back then Jack has no idea any of this happened Jack is like oh my god his only thing is like I don't want to be incriminated as part of this thing so I'm not going to tell anyone that I was having sex with Rachel like the night she was murdered so okay that happens then the other girls in that friend group end up like who like all still live in this small village um and so after Rachel gets murdered another girl from that friend group gets murdered and then a third girl from that friend group gets murdered and then by this point um Jack's like cont- he has at this point been continuing lying about knowing the people who like uh, who are being murdered or like having connections to the people being murdered. And the final, like the third person who gets murdered is his sister. So then he ends up being like removed from the case because his like deputy, her name is Priya. He's like, she's like his sidekick per se. She ends up finding out that Jack has been hiding a lot of information. So he, so she's just like, oh, like, um, you've been hiding a lot of in- information. It's kind of incriminating. You're now a suspect in this murder case. So then Jack is like, oh my God, what the fuck? I'm not a suspect. I shouldn't be a suspect. And then he kind of thinks like, oh, will the fourth person be Anna? Because she was part of this friend group. And so Anna's like, you know, she kind of is slowly thinking like, okay, there is a connection between all of these people. She kind of has these like weird experiences where like stuff, she feels like she's being followed. She feels like, you know, something is like, whatever in addition to all of this happening there's like this whole other thing where basically anna anna grew up in this town in this small village and her mom still lives there and her mom has dementia so she kind of feels guilty that she hasn't been visiting her mom and then her mom like she hears about other from other people that like her mom's been like wandering around town like at, at midnight or something and like you know being confused and whatever so she's kind of like feeling bad about that and she like you know visits her mom and whatever and her mom has dementia okay yeah so okay all of this is happening whatever in the final stretch of this book basically jack thinks that anna's in danger anna's like no no it's fine whatever but even though she kind of is still like you know, oh, I feel like I'm being followed and like her car gets like smashed in or something like shit happens. So then he thinks that she's like the person who would be, you know, like the next target, basically. And the fifth girl is this girl named Kat Kelly. And Kat Kelly was this girl that they bullied in high school, like Rachel plus gang bullied her in high school. But then one night on Anna's 16th birthday, Anna 
being like, I don't want her to feel bad or whatever, and like trying to be like a nice person, invites Kat to her birthday. And this day, Rachel pimps out everyone. And then in because Kat is there, she also gets pimped out, basically. And in the like, they go to the forest, they're all drugged and shit. And then Rachel kind of facilitates a bunch of men gang raping um, Kat. And uh, Anna remembers this, but remembers being drugged herself. And she was also sexually assaulted at the time as well. So then she kind of remembers this, but she doesn't do anything. She just watches these men rape cat and then we find out that cat is actually um the person the other reporter who went on maternity leave and like basically anna took her job but then when she came back from maternity leave she takes over anna's job so that person cat kelly from her past is actually the exact same person she just looks different now she like dyed her hair, got some plastic surgery or whatever. That'll happen. So then Anna's like, oh my God, Kat is the person who is behind all of this. She's getting revenge on us for the fact that she was raped like so horrendously when she was a kid. And we didn't do anything about it because Rachel is the one who facilitated it. And the other three women didn't do shit. Like they, I mean, they themselves were being groomed and sexually assaulted, but they saw this happen to Kat and didn't say anything, didn't stop anything, didn't like just like went along with it, basically. So that's why they're being punished. So then Kat, we end up seeing that like Anna ends up somehow, this is irrelevant information, but somehow she ends up at Kat's old house and then finds out that Kat is that Kat, right? <laughs> this Kat is the Kat from her own current job. And then she ends up seeing her and she ends up seeing Kat like, hanging from the ceiling right so she is under the assumption that cat committed suicide so she is like oh my god cat isn't the one who was the person who died uh, or the person who was doing the killing but then cat like you know actually is not dead she faked her suicide and then she starts like kind of like coming after anna and then anna's like running in the woods and then she sees her mom and then she's like mom what are you doing here what the hell and then she's like no no like that deputy this is the thing that harshney was saying where like there are characters that you suspect but they actually aren't that bad or whatever so then she then mom is like oh the deputy priya she is coming to my house and like she's always asking me questions so then anna's like oh my god the deputy might be involved in this and the deputy is you know with jack and like working with him and like suspects him or whatever so then jack and the deputy realize that anna is in danger so they're trying to find anna and anna and her mom are running in this forest like away from this cat lady and then cat shows up in front of the mom with the knife and then stabs the mom and then cat is like or like anna is like oh my god and she like tries to save her mom and then she ends up running her truck or like her car into anna like sandwiching anna between a tree and her car and like essentially like i don't know if she dies i don't think she dies like but she like oh, okay maybe she did die i she probably died yeah. okay so then um yeah so then anna is like you know like run rams like her cat into a tree killing her and then she's like self-defense whatever because she like stabbed her mom or whatever and then they end up on then jack ends up coming and they're all like okay like you know 
we're all good. Let's go to the hospital, whatever. And then she wakes up in the hospital. Then you think that the story's end by now. You're like, okay, the story's done. There's nothing else. Then there's one more final twist. And the twist, this twist is two things. Or it's like a two twist. <laughs> it's a two-sided twist. One twist is that we find out that Anna's mom actually killed her husband. Um, and she, because she has dementia, she doesn't like, it's like this a thing that, oh, maybe she didn't, like maybe she like accident, people are like, maybe she she's just saying shit. Like maybe she does, she didn't actually kill her husband. Maybe she's just like, you know, a crazy person, quote unquote, crazy person, just like saying something, whatever. So at first Anna doesn't believe her mom, but then she like slightly gets suspicious that maybe her mom did have something to do with her dad's disappearance slash potential death, whatever. And so that's like, and there's like this thread throughout the book that Anna's mom doesn't want to leave her house, right? She she has dementia. She wants to be potentially in some sort of like old age home type of situation, but she doesn't want to leave her house. And like, then we end up like speculating that maybe one of the reasons why she doesn't want to leave her house is because she buried her husband somewhere in the house, but she doesn't know, remember where, that sort of thing. The second twist is actually Anna's mom is the murderer of everyone and it turns out that she doesn't actually have dementia she faked dementia the whole time but she actually has cancer so she is like she has terminal cancer so she is very ill and will die soon but she doesn't have dementia and she actually did kill her husband but then she also killed all of the girls and it turns out that she killed all the girls, she including Kat. Like, she is the reason that Kat also died. Because she was like, all of these girls are the reason why Anna no longer wanted to stay in the village. And all this time, I thought it was because of me. Because I thought she found out that I killed her dad. But in reality, it's because she felt so bad that Kat was raped. And that Rachel was a bitch and pimped out her friends. And she found like mom finds out about all this and is like oh my god that's the reason anna left i have to kill all these people because they deprived me from being with my daughter and that's the end of the book yeah but also okay i don't think you said this but in the beginning and right before we found out that anna's mom did it i thought anna was person because I don't know. I don't know why. I just assumed that, like, in the beginning, like, the person who was, you know, like, we got bits of, like, the murderer's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was Anna. Like, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I think I was just, like, reading kind of quickly and I was like, oh, it's Anna. Um, like, Anna's per- in Anna's perspective. And I was like, this is so obvious. <laughs> and then towards the end, I thought the same thing. Because I think the murderer was also talking about, like, drinking a lot and everything. And I was like, oh, that's Anna. But then I remembered the thing that I was trying to say in my review is, like, I remember the murderer said something about, like, oh, I did this once before. And so, like, we find out that Anna's mom did kill her husband. And so then it just, like, fits with... Anna's mom being the killer which like I got to that point at like I don't know whatever 80% or something and I was like but (laughs) she's an old woman and like what I don't know it is very like unsatisfying in terms of the character that was like the person but also I think 
you know, it definitely was a surprise and it did fit with some of the other clues in that way. It's like, okay. Wow. I actually had, I totally forgot that the murders that they'd done it before. I had literally not in a single inkling that it would be your mom. I was shocked. I'm surprised you liked it so much then. Because, like, I, I get that it's, like, a interesting surprise. But I feel like it's also very, like, what the hell? Like, this old lady. But also, I don't know why I didn't. I didn't, like, I maybe it was just reading too quickly. I knew she had cancer, but I didn't realize she didn't have dementia. But that makes sense because she's a friggin' murderer and plotted all of these murders. <laughs> yeah, she just made up the dementia bit. Yeah, I don't know, like, I I feel like I like it more when I am totally blindsided by the person. I mean, I didn't like that it was, like, an old woman, and I'm like, do you really have the strength to kill someone? Because I feel like it takes a lot to kill a person. But for me, I like it when it's unexpected, and then I look back and I'm like, oh, that all makes sense. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I I don't. I was also kind of blindsided by the mom thing because I was like, I did not remember that she had killed someone before or anything like that. I what I did think the entire time I thought it was Cat because I was like, yeah, that makes sense because like they kept talking about how they bullied this girl and that sort of thing and like. Whatever. I did not make the connection that Kat Kelly was the BBC anchor person. So I was like, oh shit, that's a good twist. And then I thought that was the, that was like the, like, that was a good enough twist. Like, I was like, this, okay, four stars for me. I was highly entertained by this. Like, I'm fine. That's cool. The twist at the end, like, first of all, they're suspecting Priya. And then I was like, trying to wrap my head about, like, what did they, what hints did they drop that Priya was a bad person? Like, I can't tell. Because like, they keep, like, kind of hinting that, like, she, like, likes Jack, but then, like, doesn't really like Jack. But then they kiss, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, literally, they're like, oh, we're going to have a platonic relationship, and then they kiss. And I'm like, that, you you just said you're going to, what? And then- <laughs> it was, they, they had a lot of drinks. They were feeling it. They were trying to not. You just like cheered was- to platonic no but that was like i feel like that was priya's strategy like i was like oh she's like yeah like this is just (laughs) that like you know just like what is this i don't know reeling him in reeling him in yeah yeah but i just i don't know i was so annoyed with priya throughout like not really because of the whole like weird flirty stuff but i don't know something about her i i did kind of irritating that's yeah. why I also was like, I'm not liking her. Maybe she has something to do with this. And like they, and then like then again, they're like hinting that like she like kept asking the mom something or whatever. And then we find out that the mom was actually the murderer. So maybe that all of that all of that might have been a lie. Who knows? But like the also just like her kind of like suspecting Jack. And then I was like, oh, is she doing it because she like actually suspects him, or is she doing it to like because she's like in cahoots with Cat or whatever? I don't know. But then, but yeah, but then we find out that Priya is not like not that at all and she's like fine. But then that kind of like resolves itself in a very unsatisfactory way. But the whole thing with like the mom, I was just like, what the hell? Like she's literally they say that she's like 70 years, some something years old. She has cancer. 
okay? Like, she's a 70-year-old woman who has cancer. You're telling me she killed, like, four able-bodied people in their 30s? 33, but... She's 73? That makes it better? No, no, no. She killed three people. Oh, that makes it better? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a little off. No, No, it doesn't. (laughs) I know, I... I can't remember. She didn't kill Kat. So she No, okay, kill she people. killed she killed Zoe, she killed Rachel, and oh. she killed the Helen. Yeah, she killed yeah. three. She killed three. She killed three. Yeah, it's also cuz it's like stabbing, which is like requires effort. Yeah, definitely I mean, I don't know, but I would imagine you need muscle for that. You you i'm assuming to do any sort of physical thing where it's you 73 year old woman with cancer terminal cancer versus 33 year old able-bodied woman or 36 year old some 30 plus year old able-bodied woman versus that you need any strength just to like push her over Uh, like you should they could literally just like push her over and she would fall and break a hip and she's stabbing people bullshit i mean for the there was who sarah the sister of jack what's her name zoe (laughs) (laughs) no it's like guessing like the most common name (laughs) i don't know like the s and the z seem similar to me what oh my god (laughs) Because they're like inverse of each other, backwards. <laughs> no, I S and Z are very, I think, phonetically similar. Okay, you know what? <laughs> what did you have to say about Sarah? Sarah, <laughs> Zoe had her eyes closed. I feel like it was easier because she wasn't paying attention. I know that she'd open her eyes, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's not like I she shot them. It's one thing if she like shot them, right? Because then that's like a little bit more instantaneous. But stabbing someone? What the yeah, hell? I'm, I wonder what the reason behind. Wait, but that Helen actually, it was just her throat was split, slit, right? How did she slit her throat? How did she get that close to her? I mean, I'm assuming she snuck up from behind because she was behind the curtains. Yeah, like uh. Alright, fine. I'll give you Helen, but the other people, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. It's a book, <laughs> Yeah, seventy-three-year-old cancer-ridden old women can totally kill three people, and then <laughs> run in the woods like nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, she's probably fit. She has cancer and she's 73. I don't know. Dude, no. This, that I don't you can convince me on so much other shit, but you can't convince me on this. I agree it was unrealistic, which is why I didn't really like the ending. I feel like they could have made her like not 73. I guess I guess you would need I don't know her name. You need the Anna? the huh? Anna? Yeah, you would need Anna like decently into her career 
So I guess the mother would need to be older, but like she could have been fifty something and just had her in her twenties. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she could have, but that didn't happen. She was (laughs) seventy-three. But then my other thing is that they could have totally leaned into like Priya helping her, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought Priya was like helping someone. I thought it would be more likely like Cat or someone where like you didn't realize they were like related or friends somehow but yeah i don't know alice feeney was just like nope that's just a red herring and she's like i don't know just like the entire time just like actually investigating but i was like i don't know it doesn't seem likely that i don't know i feel like she was just like popping up in random places I guess she didn't trust Jack because she was like, you seem sus. So she didn't like tell him about these things, but. Yeah, that's why she kissed him. <laughs> love is love. <laughs> Bullshit. How does separate? Okay. Your investigation and your crush. <laughs> it's like the suspect is your crush. So you're like, I'm investigating you, but in reality, I'm just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I I feel like it kind of makes sense because like, is he really gonna gonna take it seriously that it could have been his ex wife that was doing the murders? Like, I mean, but like, she didn't suspect his ex wife. He she suspected him. Well, that I still don't understand why Priya was going back to Anna's mom. Yeah, I don't. Like, they didn't explain that. When the book that. was over, to ask questions, I'm assuming, but like, I don't know if you're if it's still not closed investigation for you. Why would you close it prematurely? I don't, they never gave like an explanation. The other thing that I was going to say, this is a spoiler for Daisy Darker, by the way. So if you don't want to be spoiled, then skip like the next minute of this podcast. But in Daisy Darker, isn't the grandma also like low key a murderer? Honestly, I don't know a single thing that happened in Daisy Darker. <laughs> I, like, I knew Sarah was going to say that, but I'm like, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the grandma was a murderer in that book also. Or like yeah. aided, like it was like her in cahoots with her granddaughter or something. With the granddaughter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like they were like together because like they like faked the grandma's death or whatever to like get mm. red herring and then kill everyone together or something. Then I was like, what is this Alice Feeney with grandma murders? Grandma <laughs> murders? It's her... Just like the other, um, what was I thinking of? Like the setting for one of the books we read recently in a small, a small town. The the one makeup the summer was. <laughs> what is it called? I forgot. That's her like theme throughout the books, and theme throughout the books is the grandma murder. Like, oh, unexpected. But it, it it does this does take in a small. T- place in a small town and sarah hates small towns i do but i didn't really feel the small town vibe for some reason it wasn't it wasn't as strong as the other book those other books we read that pissed me off because like 
is such an integral part of the story. But here, it seemed like a small town, but not that small that everyone knows everyone. But that, everyone's, yeah. I mean, fair. That's fair. Yeah, I feel like there is, you know, it's like there's like the childhood stuff, but then Kalulu, they don't like know each other that much anymore. So, it's yeah. a little different, but, yeah. I, sim- another similarity between that makeup book, which I think is The Hunting Wives, yeah, I think Hunting Wives and this one, is the obsession about girls being obsessed with each other. And I'm, I hate... Oh, I hate that trope. It just pisses me off so much. And it was again in this book where like Anna was obsessed with Rachel and did everything that Rachel told her to do. And I'm like, bro, like you need to extricate yourself from this situation. This is not good. Yeah, I get it because she was like young. Yeah, young and also like her previous school, she was like not that popular. Now she's like looking up to Rachel as she's like some god because she's popular and also like really into her it's like mean like, girls like, yeah just, but yeah. Rachel made that girl drink pee yeah yeah pretty. that's pretty fucked up yeah <laughs> but girls girls when they're teenagers they're kind of like that i, I, I was know. a teenager i was not like that <laughs> okay, like, no, i can't I'm imagine kidding. ever making someone drink pee i, I can't that, no yeah i did okay i don't think this is that bad for april fool's day i put some glue on a piece of gum and i gave it to someone and they chewed it ew Bro! that's so mean <laughs> See, it's like you take me and you go a little more extreme, you know? <laughs> no, I would literally unfriend you if you made someone drink pee. What the hell? I know, I know. I, I'm not saying I would be friends with them, but I'm saying there are girls that definitely would do stuff like that. Yeah, and, I could see you how know, girls would... who are insecure who would like go along with it because it's just, you know. Were they in high school? Probably high school. Yeah, they were 16 or 15. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how you just get caught up in it and then you don't think it's that bad. But then when you get older and you look back, you're like, wow, that was really fucked up. Okay. I mean, I agree I mean, with I some think, to some degree. I think she also said something like after. Actually, I don't remember. After that incident, she didn't talk She about withdrew I mean, she, from her. Yeah. And they started uh, hooking up. Yeah. Especially if you have that kind of, like, attraction to someone. Then it's, like, even more confusing. But at the time, she didn't have that attraction to her. Are you sure? Yeah. She, like, oh, really yeah. liked her because she, like, took her under her wing. And she was like, oh, my God, you're, like, my, like, close friend. Like, I want to be friends with you. Form of attraction? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what's going on in her head. But I do think that that was, like... Uh, Honestly, she kicked her out of that school. She was so, she was so, the thing is, you know what's the worst part though? The other two knew that she was the type to pimp out people and they still went along with it before this girl joined. And I was like, you know that about that person. 
And then because I guess like the whole incriminating photos thing I get like from their perspective, like 15 year old kids who have these incriminating photos against them, like some other girl does. Like, I understand that they're trying to like go along with it, but still, what the hell? I was literally I was like, this is this is that girl in the hunting wives, but younger. Same same vibe. I mean, if I was in that situation, I feel like I'd do the same thing as them because I'd be terrified. And then next thing you know, if you're, like, trying to not be friends with her, she's going to be pissed and she's going to use those photos against you. Yeah, she's going to post them everywhere and then you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I feel like you're kind of fucked at that point. So I could understand why they were still being You know, but I feel like to get to that point, she had to do several shitty things before, right? And, like, if you were friends with her through those shitty things, I feel like me personally, I would just identify a shitty person via those smaller shitty things that they did and then be like, uh, you know what? I'm going to leave. Yeah. I feel like it's harder to say if you're in that position though. Cause when you're surrounded by that, then it's like, and you're so young, then it's like, like I look back at things I did when I was here and I was like, that's fucking stupid. But because I was surrounded by that, I'm like, and I was young. I was like, in that moment, I didn't think it was stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I definitely think there were things that I, like, now as an adult, I'm like, that was really shitty of me to do that when I was a kid. But I do think that even as a kid, there are some things, there are some lines that you wouldn't cross, right? Like, even though like I've there's definitely like a lot of things that I've done that I regret or feel bad about but there are like I feel like even as a kid I had like some line that I would never cross with people like not being like you know there are like certain things I wouldn't have ever said or ever done and I feel like I don't know even if other people were like yeah rude like going along with that I still feel like I'd be like yeah no my other thing is that, like, to me, like, I understand that Anna, like, was so impacted by it that she left the place and never came back. I guess, I guess what one thing I did really appreciate about this book is that they made sure that what Anna saw impacted her significantly throughout her life, right? It wasn't just, like, she, like, immediately forgot about it as soon as she went to London. Like, it still, like, influenced her, impacted her, like, had, like, some sort of impact on her life, where like and like there were other aspects i think that impacted her life even more which like caused her to like resort to alcohol and like you know be a workaholic and like affected her marriage whatever but like i do think that it the the author did kind of make it clear by the end at least that like this particular incident or like this thing that happened to cat like had long-term consequence on Anna which I do think that in other books they don't they tend to brush away the fact that something that happens to you in high school doesn't impact you at all in your later life but I think in this book they actually did was like they actually did address this I think yeah I was thinking though like at the point where we thought it was Kat like I feel like if that was the case I would have probably knocked this book down a little more because I just hate the whole like oh like I'm you know like clearly she and Anna like honestly all of them went through all of this like traumatic stuff 
but like to be like oh I'm gonna get like revenge on these people like I don't know it just feels a little icky because I feel like it's you know it's more like you feel worse about it's not necessarily like a thing that I think you take revenge on because you're more just like kind of like ashamed and like feeling all of these feelings where it's like you know like inhibits you from like doing things rather than makes you even more like you know oh my gosh I'm gonna go and like take revenge on these people um for it and so actually I didn't even like fully like get the whole like when you were talking about Pooja the reasoning of the mom being more so about the fact that Anna left and like you know was like that was the reason why the mom like wanted her back and wanted to kill these people that did this to her but like I thought it was even just like knowing that like these people did this to your kid like that feels more of a like okay I'm gonna get revenge on these people that like hurt my kid so much because that's like that like draws out more feelings of anger rather than like a person who actually went through that and obviously it's like people have different experiences with it but like I don't know I just I feel like that's sometimes like the the um uh ending is more so based on like oh something really terrible happened to me so I'm gonna get revenge on people but I feel like most people don't like react to things like that especially when it happened to you so young I I do think like I do think that that makes sense like especially like both of the things that you said the one thing where Anna was like a would cat react in that way probably not and then and then the other thing about the mom like potentially being motivated more by anger regarding like how her kid was treated versus like the fact that she left and that sort of thing but I also think that like I think in the mom's case her like not necessarily having any regret towards cat dying or cat being injured in the whole thing even though she is the one who was like I'm not going to say like significantly more harmed, but like same amount of harm, I guess. Or no, more harmed. I think she was more harmed than Anna in the that situation. But I also think that like the whole thing with Kat and the revenge thing, I do think that like everyone has a different perspective on like everyone reacts differently though right like there are certain people i think or there are certain people that do kind of turn their experience into one of anger especially when it happens so young to them because it like impacts like it has downstream effects on their life however in the case of cat like given the fact that she was this successful bbc anchor and like whatever like had this nice family etc etc whatever like it didn't seem like it seemed like anna was making up the thing in her head before actually talking to cat where she was like oh my god i slept with her husband and like this happened and that happened like maybe that's why she's pissed at me and that sort of thing whereas and i think cat does at some point like when she's confronting Anna and her mom she does mention like you stole my job you stole my husband and you watched while this happened to me so like she has like multiple reasons to be to kind of 
pin Anna, like pin all her like anger on this one person. So like to some extent it made a little bit more sense. I don't know if I'm just going around in a circle here, but I do think that like the reaction of anger well, I do completely agree with your perspective on the on like how people may react in certain situations. I do think that anger is also a plausible reaction to have, like an a revenge kind of thing, especially if like that one person did multiple egregious wrongs to you. You might be like, okay, I I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Especially because it's pretty big wrongs and definitely messes up your whole life. Do <laughs> you guys have any more thoughts? <laughs> um, what did you guys think of the mom faking dementia? Why did she do it again? I actually she have needed. No she needed what? She wanted people to think of her as someone who doesn't have control over her memory or something yeah i I feel like it was probably something like i again i don't even remember the fact that she was faking it but i feel like that helps her be like i think she did talk about how like oh no one would suspect me the like woman with dementia who's like doing these things and like i mean even in the book we saw how she was just like appearing in places and her daughter didn't think much of it also i feel like it is a little better because anna didn't know about it and anna and her mom didn't have like a close relationship by this point in the book but like yeah she found out through jack that she was getting these treatments or something and like you know dealing with dementia and anna was like like why are you interfering with my mom's life jack and all of this stuff but i think that makes it better that she like kind of faked it to her son-in-law like ex-son-in-law whatever um but i don't know it is i feel like it is still hard and i i feel like there were was some treatment or such like something that happened and i'm like if there are doctors involved like i don't know they they're i remember like the i one of the key reasons that she said she faked dementia was because she wanted anna and jack to get back together because of like so i didn't even say this anna and jack like were married they had a child but their child died after three months um i think it was due to like sids which is sudden infant death syndrome like it just kind of happens there's no like particularly clear reason for why it happens and it happened like while the kid was being watched by Anna's mom um but yeah but basically like because of that that kind of like put a strain on their marriage and they ended up like divorcing but um the mom really likes Jack and Anna together and she feels like there are certain like a lot of Anna's life is not going in the way that it could have gone and that sort of thing she feels guilt about that or like whatever so one of the reasons why she fakes dementia is so that Anna can will come back and then uh to the town and like get back together with Jack but then she says that Jack like took her to a hospital just because she was like you know like after like some sort of incident where she was like found walking the road or something and then that's when she found out that she actually has cancer but she doesn't tell anyone about the cancer. She only tells them about the dementia. 
Dang. Learning <laughs> so much. Oh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah. Okay. Also, I I forget if I don't think we really talked about this. Did you guys not think that like like in the beginning and towards the very end, I was like really like, like this is Anna's like perspective. Like, did you guys not? Oh wow. <laughs> no, I definitely did in the beginning. I was, because I feel like the author intended it to be like Anna, because it's like harping on drinking and I don't even remember what else. Or, I mean, like, lack of, like, memory loss, like, or just, like, forgetting that something happened. Yeah. So, I feel like, for me, it was mainly the beginning. Towards the end, I feel like it was always Cat. Or, like, I thought Priya and Kat were, like, in cahoots. Um, but I never really thought it was Anna because, like, just, like, when they arrived at Kat's house, it was, like, she was unsure and she wanted to call for Jack. So I feel like in that sense, she wouldn't be the killer if she was trying to get help. Yeah, that, like, I mean, I definitely, like, read all of that. But then once I once we got to the point where the murderer was talking, and it was like, oh, like, I had to fake all of this stuff and, like, pin it on, like, I, like, I didn't even expect the whole killing cat part to happen. But the way that I acted and made myself look like a victim, there was a part where it was talking about, like, the murderer looking like a victim and that's when I was like oh it is like Anna and like the author just like threw us on all of these like red herrings throughout the middle of the book but like really it was always Anna and like we just got lost in all the stuff that happened so like oh that's interesting but it's still like there was definitely parts throughout the book where you were like following Anna and like you know she, she was just going through all the stuff too um and figuring it out with Jack and I was like Hmm. <laughs> this is literally like whiplash for me. I was just like, okay, it's Anna. Like, okay, it's Kat. Okay, it's Anna. Okay, wait, it's Anna's mom. <laughs> like, I was literally like, this all happened within like 10 minutes for me. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I feel like like I did I did feel like Alice Feeney did a decent job of like convincing me of like these different things even though like thinking throughout the whole book I was like wait I don't know if this all fits together and even by the end I'm like wait can it really be the mom but like still still worked on (laughs) yeah I forgot about that part where she was like oh I wanted to look like the victim especially because she took the knife and it was like oh yeah didn't um Anna took the knife? Yeah, Anna took the knife. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, I, like, I was like reading that. I was like, oh, it's Anna. Yeah. And I'm like a little confused. Did Anna put it in the beehive or her mom did? She put it in the beehive because she wanted to like protect her mom. Oh. Oh, yeah. so Anna found out it was her mom. <laughs> Okay, interesting. 
She ended up finding out that it was her mom because she was like, so she had like an inkling because her mom like said something about like, oh, I killed your dad or like she knows like Priya knows that I killed your dad or something like that. And then um, she ends up like redoing. So when her mom moves out, she wants to sell the house or whatever, but she wants to figure out like whether her mom actually did kill her dad or not. So then she like, uh, try it like like starts like going into the garden and like you know doing some gardening and then she ends up finding human bones so she ends up putting like a new patio over the whole thing so that no one would ever go into it and like then she like knows then she's like oh yeah like she definitely killed him yeah but does that mean she knows about the whole murder serial murders yeah, well, I that's, mean, that's with the knife, right? Like, if she puts the knife in the thing, maybe she has a... I don't know. She knows that her mom is, like, not who she says she is, right? <laughs> so, it's, like, questionable. Yeah, I mean, I guess she wouldn't have taken the knife if it it's up to save her mom. But also, that might be another thing of, like, parallels between Anna and the mom, where the mom is willing to go to lengths to, like, protect her daughter maybe the daughter is willing to go to lengths to protect her mom you know yeah and they like they're both drinkers they're both you know i don't know people <laughs> with like questionable pests yeah Interesting. do you guys were you rooting for Jack and Anna to get back together. You did not absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> yeah, I <don't> really. <laughs> it was like you guys seem like yeah, you know, you're not into each other anymore or anything either. So, I mean, they were jealous of each other. They were jealous of like yeah. people, yeah. But like, they clearly had like a lot of. They're like literally at the end, her little thing of like, oh, like you know, like tragedy brings people together or some bullshit. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but but tragedy literally brought them apart. Yeah, and another tragedy brought them together. <laughs> Whoa. Which I was literally just like, and then I, I mean, like, I guess the, the other thing is that all they were were like jealous of other people that like they were seeing or whatever. Like he was like jealous of like Richard, who is like someone that this lady had an affair with. And then he and then like she was jealous of him with like Priya of all people. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was like, you didn't even know that he was sleeping with your that girl, Rachel yeah imagine her reaction when she'll find out yeah it's pretty crazy yeah i forgot because i thought like i don't know i feel like i was reading some part of the murderer's perspective where i because maybe um her mom knew because i feel like the murderer yeah knew. her mom knew her mom knew the mom was like always walking around at night and that sort of thing and she that's when she said oh i saw him Hmm. I saw them having sex in his car. Wait, I thought she followed with her car. No, no, no. The, the mom? Yeah. Oh, I know that she, like, spotted them at night one day, but I don't know whether she was actively following them or just, like, I don't know, walking around. Yeah, I don't know. 
Any other thoughts? Alrighty. Well, that is the end of episode 5, season 5, where we we read His and Hers by Alice Beattie. And the next book is Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. Okay. Uh, we we previously read the book Every Summer After, which I don't think was a raving hit in our in our ratings. I don't it's know. Some, I remember. All I remember is about teenagers. It was overdramatic as shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we were super into it. So we'll see. Maybe we change our minds. You never know. But with that, we will see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.